Recent events in our world have shown how increasingly vulnerable our planet and all our inhabitants are to climate change. New scientific findings affirm each day that the time to act is now. On May 22, 2008, in Seoul, South Korea, an international seminar drew together an assembly of leaders whose presence reflected the shared concern that global warming presents to the survival of us all. Participants included government officials of national, state, and city levels, major television and newspaper journalists, seasoned environmentalists, and environmental organization CEOs. Also attending were ordained monks and church reverends, artists and writers, as well as heads of organized teacher, parent, and student associations. Invited as an honored guest, Supreme Master Ching Hai graciously accepted to a video conference broadcast. Live on Supreme Master Television to answer questions from seminar panelists. A world-renowned humanitarian and spiritual teacher, Supreme Master Ching Hai has dedicated herself to the future of the planet and its inhabitants. Throughout the years, she has encouraged a balanced life in harmony with nature, which includes a vegetarian, meaning animal-free, diet. Her example of compassion for all beings has been shown through her active concern for their existence, for the preservation of their habitat, and for the greater environment. In her responses to panelists during the live video conference, Supreme Master Ching Hai brought forth new clarity to the dialogue, going to the root of climate change to reveal the one eternal message for humankind's survival, and that is love. Senator from the state of Queensland in the Australian Parliament. I'd like to add my voice of welcome、uh, to the International Global Warming Seminar and wish you well、uh, in your debates and deliberations.、Uh, I think global warming is probably the most important issue facing、uh, all of us. For、uh, taking a long-term view,、uh, we're facing an extremely serious threat of major climate change.、Uh, we need to change our behaviour, not just in regard to、uh, trying to. Uh, drive less often, catch more public transport, or reducing our energy consumption, but also some of those fundamental things like、uh, the food we eat.、Uh, I've found in the political arena there's a real、uh, fear of raising the importance of、uh, changing our diet, of reducing our consumption of, of、uh, meat and dairy products. Yet it's one of the easiest ways、uh, that we can make an immediate and quite substantial impact on、uh, reducing. Uh, the uh, immediate warming、uh, impact of emissions into the atmosphere, and、uh, frankly, if we allow the current growth in uh, livestock uh, production to continue to occur, then、uh, all of the other things that we try and do in、uh, changing the way we generate our energy、uh, is going to be、um, cancelled out.、Uh, so I wish you well in the deliberations. There's there's no doubt that we can succeed in doing it if we are willing to uh, have the uh, accurate and open debate that's needed. Uh, one that、uh, really demands some courage from politicians, but、uh, also I think recognises that it's not just about leaving it up to politicians.、Uh, it is about、uh, people themselves driving the change, because、uh, if enough people do that, governments will follow. I guess the timing is particularly appropriate in view of the recent tragic events in Myanmar.、Uh, the cyclone Nargis has caused a great loss of life and. And damage to that country, and it 
is one of the many uh, weather climate related events that are inflicting damage around the world. We unfortunately are seeing a dramatic increase in the number of those events. I think many of you, like me, have children. I have children and grandchildren. I worry about the world we are leaving for them, and I think because of that, we need to work together so that the uh, planet that the children and grandchildren all around the world will inherit in the years, decades to come is a, let's say, more sustainable environment in which uh, people can enjoy the planet we live on. Uh, I think it is very important that you've brought together such a group of people of wide-ranging interests. So thank you very much for your participation. I wish you the best for your discussions. Thank you. Meat production causes 18% of all greenhouse gas emissions. That's more than all cars, trucks and ships added together with just 14%. So if we just all cut down our meat consumption just for one day or more than that, become a vegetarian, then we will have a sustainable and compassionate society. Hello, seminar participants and Supreme Master television viewers. My name is Professor Jonathan Patz. I'm at the University of Wisconsin in Madison, and I've been working on the issue of global warming for about 15 years now. According to the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the IPCC, in their latest report, the climate scientists now say with 90% certainty that the warming we're having today, and especially in the last 50 years, is from human activity. It means we have an obligation to try to solve it and to reduce our burning of fossil fuels and also uh, other issues like uh, livestock agriculture. Uh, eating, having a, a meat diet is actually also very energy consumptive. Climatologists tell us that if we don't reduce our greenhouse gas emissions that cause global warming, then we may have warming that goes out of control and uh, that would be pretty damaging to human society and to many species. This is a challenge that uh, is quite urgent. I mean, it's, it's really urgent according to climatologists. We need to act soon, uh, as in now. So um, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I think we really uh, begin to act together and in many ways to conserve energy that we can abate climate change and sustain our population health and the health of the world. Thank you very much and I hope you have a successful meeting. Hello, Supreme Master Qinghai. Hello. <laughs> How are you? We are doing well, thank you. Hi. <laughs> Hi to everyone. Wow, a lot of people. Yes, Master. Very good, very good. Um, our first question is uh, from Mr. Roland Jung, who is the current Asia Affairs Advisor of the U.S. Democratic Party. Hi, Mr. Jung. Hi, Sasa. How are you? Okay, okay. First of all, Mr. Ching Musa. And then I'd like to ask you about this uh, global warming. Yes, yes. Okay, so we are aware of all the days mankind daily heavy 
and it's the change of the sun are affecting the Earth's climate in in many way. Yes. Uh, it's predicted that in so 2010, the Earth's climate will experience a massive uh, change due to the gray explosion of the sun's sunspot. It is also predicted that climate will uh, cause an oil crease. It's kind of an oil shock. Uh, therefore, so it seems that there's a need uh, for its worldwide uh, awareness and effects uh, concerning global warming. We would like to ask you too about just your specific opinion and message concerning this. What do you think we need to do as preparation? Thank you, Mr. Jung. Again, this kind of great upheaval of calamities, the only refuge that we can take is in heaven's grace. By being virtuous, by being compassionate, by being a true believer of God, pray to God's grace, then we can be saved. You see, we should start to change our way of living now. We have to change. We have to. That's the only way we can save ourselves and the planet and the whole world and other beings in it. Because... As the saying goes in ancient India, that uh, any nation who produce ten great persons worthy in the eyes of heaven will not know destruction. So what meaning by ten great personage? That means the person who is truly a human being. He's a compassionate he is spiritually elevated and he is unconditional, selfless, and he is serving others. And remember God. For doing that, we are a little bit far. So uh, if we really want to save the world, that's the only way we can do. Otherwise, even if we dig a hole into the mountain or under the ground to uh, stay away from the sun heat or we go up in the mountain to uh, avoid the sea rising, there are other calamities will be coming our way. Anyone who has any belief in any religion should study their scriptures again and do exactly what is commanded therein. Yes, Supreme Master Ching Hai, that was a wonderful answer. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Thank you for asking good question. You see, because as you sow, so shall you reap. All the religion told us that. So now we come back to the ancient saying in India that ten persons who are virtuous can save a nation. Now, how do we do this? Okay, in the ancient time, the nations are smaller than now. In that case, ten persons in each country should be enough. But for our expanded community nowadays, we need more than ten persons in a community. I would say it depends on the population also. Now, suppose uh, in New York, for example, 
we should call that like a nation in the old time. In New York, we probably need, well, million people to be virtuous, upright, and spiritually elevated in order to save New York. So um, I think we have to do faster than what we are doing now. I'm glad the governments are doing something, and uh, all the celebrities, all the distinguished people and organizations, just like you are today, are concerned and trying to push with all the uh, vital actions to save the planet, to stop global warming. I'm very happy about that. But maybe we should move faster and take more actions. Vegetarian diet, number one. Green energy, number two. Everybody work together to be frugal and protect the environment and the animals. It's not that difficult. It's just a habit that we have to change. That's all. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, our next question comes from Mr. Suzuki Minoru. Mr. Minoru is chairman of PGS Incorporated, a pioneering environmental company in Japan. He is also the director of Iwate Galaxy Environmental Network. Hi, Mr. Minoru. Thank you for asking, sir. It's a very good question. It's not only in Japan, but uh, many countries are like that. Now, but in uh, many places, there are already bans on the use of plastic bags. And many uh, convenience stores, for example, in America, they're already trying to limit the use of uh, harmful packages. Yes. So I think um, that's a good, uh, very good start. And maybe we should uh, impose a little more, you know, stricter uh, ban on these uh, harmful substance. Maybe we can use uh, carton. Instead, something more disposable, something more uh, eco-friendly. And, uh, of course, the government, again, and the individuals have to uh, contribute to this. They have to be willing. They have to understand the harmful effect of the use of these uh, packages. And then we have to change. Even if the government doesn't impose any ban we as individuals should pay attention. We should use something less toxic and we should use, you know, our own uh, shopping bag wherever we go to minimize whatever we can, the effect, the harmful effect to the planet. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Supreme Master Ching Hai. Um, our next question comes from Mr. Kim Jung-gi, who is a news reporter for SPS TV's Future and Vision Desk. Welcome, Mr. Kim. Good evening. I have just one simple question. Um, since we are talking about the uh, global warming t this evening, uh, my question is, if you look at recent years, there has been a catastrophe among the uh, nature. For example, um, last week, 
There has been a disaster in China and the cyclone in Myron and um, great heat wave in Spain, whole lot. And my question is, in your personal view, are these all caused by the uh, global warming? If so, why so increasing compared to the, to the past? And um, I'd like to hear what your, your thoughts. Thank you. Okay, yes. Mr. Kim, according to uh, UN and scientists, Research and report: nine out of ten disaster uh, because of global warming. So, um, of course, you are, you know about this because you are journalists. But I know you asking this question for the public's sake. You see, we have more disaster nowadays, and it saddens my heart very much. I'm keep trying to tell everyone to minimize it from individual standpoint. Just stay away from animal product, plant trees. Use sustainable energy. It's only three steps, actually. Very baby steps. I hope everyone still listen and still will do it. And thank you for your concern, Mr. Kim. Thank you, Supreme Master Ching. Hi. Any more question, Mr. Kim? Well, it seems like you have traveled all over the world to, to help people from the disasters. Um, I'd like to hear what your um, experience was and um, helping these people. And uh, uh, starting of this seminar, we have seen a little footage of your, uh, your past, uh, helping the people from all over the world. Normally, uh, we do what we can, just like to your neighbors. Yes, and uh, that is our duty, because uh, the whole world is our families. If your family members are hurt, you do what you can to comfort him and to help him or her. That's a very uh, simple uh, procedure, so there's not much of a thing to talk about. Uh, normally, uh, in the past years, in the past when we first started, we don't even talk about it. But later on, because, uh, you know, we have to uh, report to the government what we are doing, and we have to, like, file in tax and all that, uh, to make it all clear to the people. That's why we have to let people know about it. And then uh, later on, because they have a, a Supreme Master television, and they also wanted to air these things, kind of to report it to people, to inform other people who are concerned about the victims or the person who needed help. Also to raise the awareness of other people, maybe they could help more than uh, little that we do. Because um, I'm just a small individual, and our group is not like a big enterprise. We just help what we have, what we earn. And so if we air it on air, and uh, people will know more about it, and other people who are more capable, they will help in more of the people who are in need. You see, that's the purpose. That's why we let the audience or the other people know about it. Otherwise, if you help someone, you should not even let yourself know about it. <laughs> this is my opinion. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Kim. Thank you, Supreme Master Ching Hai. Um, our next question comes from Mrs. Hyunjung Berger a world-renowned cellist who's living in Germany. Hi. 
Mrs. Berger. I'm glad you are here. So viel ich weiß, in Europa sind viele Menschen vegetarisch, für die Tiere zu schützen. Und für die Umwelt versuchen die Menschen, kein Auto zu fahren oder nicht zu fliegen. Und Sie sagen, für die Umwelt müssen wir vegetarisch sein und werden. Ist das, kann das große Einfluss geben, uns um die Erde zu retten? Wie viele Menschen müssen vegetarisch werden? A few months ago, when uh, the Supreme Master Television asked my opinion about the similar question, I said to them that at least half of the population of the planet should be vegetarian. Then we can stop halt the global warming where it is. But right now, at least two-thirds of the population, if we just rely on that alone, If we rely on vegetarian alone, two-thirds of the population should be vegetarian, and then we can halt the global warming where it is right now. And then the, the earth, the planet, will recover. Slowly or quickly depends also on some other factor, like heaven's blessing, human's effort, the coordination between nations and people. Yes. The more we delay the more number of vegetarian we need. But right now, if anybody listen at all, we must stop all the killings, be it killing human or killing animals. We must stop at once. Then we can stop the climate change where it is. And then we can buy some time to help the planet to recover and We can develop some newer technology to help to cope, to help to adapt with the new environment, new climate change. All right? Mrs. Berger. Yeah, vielen Dank. By the way, in Germany now, I heard that uh, a lot of meat-selling restaurants are empty. Uh, the people are going to vegetarian restaurant more. They refuse to eat meat in Germany. I'm very happy for your country, and I thank all the German people for that. Thank you, Supreme Master Ching Hai. Next, we welcome the question from Acharya Subhachitananda Avaduta. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste, sir. Namaste. Namaste, Supreme Master. Namaste, Ji. Um, I, I am curious to... No, uh, what is the future of humanity after the climate change? Can you please, um, like, uh, zoom in to some specific question, because this is a very big one. Like, um, is the climate change going to have an impact on human psychology, or is the human understanding is going to improve and elevate with this change? Oh, human psychology, of course, sir. Sir, that's what I hope. After all the great disaster, it depends on what they are deciding right now. Actually, I hope that there is no disaster. I hope that there's no after. I hope that the human decides right now to just stop all the unnecessary habit that they are 
living with and change into the better one, the more noble one, a noble lifestyle, then we don't have to worry about the aftermath. The climate will uh, change for the better. We will live on. We will still have the planet, and they become wiser and better, more virtuous, and more blessed. And peace will reign on earth for a long, long time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Next, we have a question from Dr. Joe Gilye who is a professor of German literature at Chonan National University in South Korea. Hello, Dr. Cho. <laughs> Hello, Supreme Master Qinghai. I'm teaching in a university, and I had discussions in my classes about the environmental issues. And I, this year, I provided the students with more information about the current global warming. And most students were truly shocked and surprised. But these emotions did not develop the students into being active. And the yes. general, yeah, general public seems to show the same reaction. Um, it looked as if they were trapped in a house that was caught in a fire without recognizing it. It's just painful watching them Uh, being so indifferent like that. They are busy earning their daily bread. Master, how can we help these people to get out of the fire-cut house and try to extinguish the fire of global warming? Please lead us into right direction so that we can make wise moves. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Joe. The feeling that you have, I understand very well because that's what I experience also, and that's what keeps me awake at night. You see, life itself here is made with problems. It's made with pressure, so that we are all very busy with mundane uh, anxieties daily. So it's not easy for everyone to even take some time to think of the bigger picture like the survival of the planet, the existence of the whole world concerning climate change. You see, the the deep-rooted habits that uh, humanity acquired life after life, as well as in this lifetime, and society at large, most often encourage people in the opposite direction of what we should be going. But still, don't give up on your students. Keep telling them. That's why the Supreme Master Television broadcasts all this information. We can only give people information and solution to the problem, but they are the one who have to choose. You see, I would have very much liked that everyone changed immediately overnight to a vegetarian diet, leading a more virtuous, peaceful coexistence with all beings, so that we don't have to worry anymore about climate change or future disasters. And whatever we have left, we will pick up from here. But it is not an easy task, 
I understand you very well, but please continue trying. And suppose if they don't listen, then that's just that. There's not much more we can do. We can only try our best. And whatever affects humanity will affect all of us. We just have to bear it with each other. We just have to bear it together. No matter what happened, we will just have to stand by with them. With the whole humanity, we do what we can until the last minute of our life. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you for your love. We need more like you. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you, Supreme Master Ching Hai. Our next question comes from Mr. Lee Jung-gi. Mr. Lee is chairman of the Universal Esperanto Association in Asia. Mr. Lee, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> this is a big question also. <laughs> Concerning your question, because I was in Europe then and I'm European, so I wrote to the European Parliament uh, suggesting that it's a pity Esperanto was not chosen. So maybe we should uh, openly vote for one language in Europe, openly vote, and to see which language is the most selected, and then use that one as the European common language. And meanwhile, keeping all native language intact, so every European members would know at least two languages, one common European language, which has been selected and voted by people, and another one is their own native languages. Like this, everyone have a chance to communicate quickly, and the European Parliament would have more chance, or easier to tackle the difficult job that they're doing, and also to foster understanding between European member nations. I would prefer also that we have one language in the whole world, apart from all the beautiful native language that we should keep, and the culture thereof. You see, in that case, I think peace will be easier to achieve, and each one will have easier access to the other nations or other people's customs and uh, tradition and culture, and we probably have uh, more peace on earth because we understand each other better. But we have to be patient, Mr. Lee. <laughs> this day has not come yet. I wish one day it might come. And in our lifetime. Who knows? Thank you. Thank you, Supreme Thank Master Ching Hai. Um, <laughs> Next we have Mr. Guan Tae Hyung who is Director of the Environment in the Green Land Department in Daegu City, South Korea. Hi, Supreme Hi. Hi, Mr. Kwong. Um, I'm very happy to have a chance to ask a question. And I'm working for a local government in Korea. And as a 
Global citizen, I appreciate you for your efforts to rescue our globe. Uh, people um, who know uh, the great urgency of global warming are busy uh, trying to solve the problem, like today. However, uh, much more people uh, have poor perception uh, of global warming. Uh, even though uh, they know the situation, they have lots of barriers in putting the truth into practice. And for example, uh, government should try to uh, lessen uh, the uh, cattle or uh, livestock uh, for less carbon dioxide. Uh, but um, uh, instead, the government gives household subsidies um, to increase their income. And also, they, um, uh, government also makes the, their efforts uh, in negotiating the imports of uh, meat. And in this con context, uh, what is the first and best policy of government uh, to avoid global warming? Uh, thank you again. You see, from all the consideration, from all the concrete evidence that's given to us by the United Nations, research and the scientific uh, evidence from the scientists, not to talk about moral obligation, I think, number one, we have to stop all the killings. As I have mentioned before, we stop all the killings, stop all the harming of humans and animals alike. Number two, stop all consumptions of all animals' products. Number three, encourage more virtuous lifestyle, starting from the top, means starting from the leaders themselves. I know I'm asking for the moon, but since you ask me, I have to tell you the only solution we must follow. Number four, turn people to more religious-minded, meaning they should remember more about God. The government have to involve do not say politics is separate from religion. They must encourage people to go more to the church or to pray more at home together, to read the Bibles, to study really what Jesus said to them, to practice really what the Buddha told us, to practice really what Guru Nanak told us, what Prophet Mohammed wants us to do. We have to study truly our religious Bible, and practice what is taught therein, not just reading. And number five, we have to repent and pray for heaven grace. We have to ask for forgiveness from heaven and from all beings for all the harm that we have done to them. And the powerful, collective, positive, and loving power of the whole world will repel darkness that are coming toward us, that is facing us right now. That's the only solution I have. I hope my words are falling into some wise ears.
and I hope people are doing it. I'm not sitting here as a religious head or as a moral person. I'm sitting here as your co-citizen, and I'm telling you truthfully from my heart. That is the only solution we must take. Even despite all the scientific development, despite all the means, the physical means that we try to elevate the farming technique or the adaptation to the climate change, that will not do for a long run if our spiritual value is not up to the expectation of human's value. That is, it's not up to heaven's standard. We must turn our life around. We must. I don't say anybody should follow me. No, no, no need. Just study your Bible and act accordingly. All the Bibles tell us, all the scriptures of religion in the world tell us, we have to love one another, we have to be compassionate to all beings, including animals. That's all there is, compassion. Love one another and compassion. That's very simple, love. Love your neighbors, love everyone else, love the animals. When we love, we don't harm. When we love, we don't kill. The only religion is love. One simple solution is love. That's it. We have to follow our heart. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Supreme Master Ching Hai. Our next question comes from Mr. Nishihara Mitsuotsu, who is an environmental entrepreneur based in Japan. あの、現在地球のあちこちで地震と the next person is Mr. Jung Chang-yo. Mr. Jung is president of the student body at Seoul National University. Hello. Hello. <laughs> 제가 오늘 그 질문 드리고 싶은 것은 우리 했던 대처에 대해서 여쭤보고 싶습니다. 현재 좀 온난화, 온난화 방지에 대한 그 노력이 사실상 시민 단체나 학계를 중심으로 이루어졌다고 보고, 보고 있고요. 비교적 공공 부문의 노력이 좀 미진한 것으로 보이고 있습니다. 그러니까 실제로 어, 사실 연구 기관이지만 그 국립 기관인 서울대학교의 전기 사용료 같은 경우도 그 1, 2위를 다툽니다. 
그리고 또 정북 청사라던가 기관의 소비량 또한 매우 많다고 볼수 있죠. 하지만 무작정 소비를 줄인다고 그 능사는 아니라고 생각합니다. 제가 아는 좀 공공부문이 특히 정부가 정책적인 차원에서 어떤 노력을 기해야 될지에 대해서 여쭤보고 싶습니다. As I have mentioned before, we have to tackle the root of the problem. The root of problem is the cause of global warming. And that root is our unkindness to our co-inhabitants. Every action provokes a reaction, and this is very scientific. You see, if we sow an apple seed, we will get an apple tree. And from that apple tree, after a while, it will bear apple fruit for us. This is a circle of life. If we kill, we cannot expect life from it. Every action bears the same fruit afterward. It's not religious speaking. It is scientific. So now the root of our problem is that we have been unkind to our co-inhabitants, the living, feeling, walking, acting, loving beings like animals. Of all size and shapes, and we have also been unkind to our environment. So we have been massacring our co-inhabitants, animals, and we have been destroying our environment, like deforesting, and destroying the water and destroying the air. From all this, we cannot expect a better outcome. So, in order to solve the problem. That we are facing right now, we have to reverse our actions. We have to be kind to our co-inhabitants. Instead of killing them, massacring them, sacrificing them, we have to take care of them, to be kind to them, look after them. And instead of deforestation, we have to plant trees again, take care of whatever environments that we have. And instead of polluting the planet, the air, we have to turn to, you know, friendly energy and sustainable energy. Just reverse our actions. I think we have to come together as a people to let the government know what we want. Write to the government, all of you, all of the people. The people have to understand that the government also have their own problem. Yes, there's no problem greater than saving our lives and the lives of the next generation. If everyone realized this, then we would drop everything else, everything that is not useful to us, everything that is not kind and conducive to our living here and our next generation's life. We have to change. We have to drop it, drop it like a hot cake, like a hot potatoes, because it burns you. No matter what everyone else say, no matter how much you lose, you have to drop the hot plate because it hurts you. Global warming is like a hot plate, iron hot burning plate. We must take care. If the government do not take care, the people just take care, just become vegetarian, refuse all the animals' product, then nobody will raise animals anymore. Nobody will kill them anymore. Then we stop the physical 
harmful effect of animal stock raising, which is number one cause for our climate change. And that's the only one that we as individuals can immediately contribute. We can change it. No need to wait for the government. We do it. The people have to take actions. And then perhaps the government will come along with it. If the government doesn't lead you, you lead the government. There's no need to sit there blaming each other. But you see, <laughs> it's up to everyone to choose what they want. As I have told many times, God gives us free will. I respect that also. So I can only inform, I can only give my opinion, but the people have to do it. Because the people have God inside them. They have wisdom. They have understanding. It just, they have to choose to use it. Now, we have to do more than that. It's not fast enough right now. It is urgent. You see, the killing of animals will be the killing of ourselves and our next generation. That is the fact. Like attract like. What we saw, so shall we reap. There's no need to even talk about religious scriptures. It's just the fact like that. Thank you. Your question is very intelligent. I hope you spread the constructive news to your fellow students and more people. We need you. Thank you, Mr. Jung. God bless you. Ms. Hong is a Korean novelist, and actually she just has a comment, not a question she would like to share. It's an honor to know you, Miss Novelist, <laughs> a writer, huh? Thank you for coming, for your concern. 안녕하세요. 안녕하세요. <laughs> <laughs> 그러다가 칭하이 무상사님의 내 인생의 개를 읽게 되었습니다. 처음에는 너무 재밌다가 막 웃기도 하고 애들하고 막 뒹굴면서 연극을 하듯 읽기도 했습니다. 그러다가 서너 번 읽다가 허미트에게 이상하게 애정이 갔습니다. 허미트 눈빛을 보니까 무언가 저에게 묻는 것이었습니다. 우리 동물들에게도 영혼이 있는 것을 믿니? 저는 믿어 하고 즉각적으로 대답을 했습니다. 그런데 이상하게 그날부터 저에게 어떤 영감이 떠오르기 시작하는 것이었습니다. 그런데 영감이 너무 넘쳐 흐르니까 어느 날 저는 자연스럽게 글을 다시 쓰게 너무나 영감이 넘쳐 흐르니까 어느 날에는 하루 종일 쓰기도 했습니다. 그런데도 피곤하지가 않았고 너무나 단순하고 너무 즐겁게 쓰고 있습니다. 그래서 저는 옛날에 글을 쓰는 것이 아주 한줄한줄 한줄 피를 짜내듯 쓰고 굉장히 힘들게 쓰는 작가인데 이번에는 아주 즐겁고 유쾌하고 그러다가 약간 지치면 다시 칭하이 무상사님의 내 인생의 개를 읽읍니다. 그러면 아주 마음이 유쾌해지고 즐겁고 이렇게 하면서 지금 아주 즐겁게 쓰고 있습니다. 저에게 예술적 감성을 주는 내 인생의 개를 편해신 칭하이 무상사님께 감사를 드립니다.
You're welcome, Mrs. Hong. You're welcome. And I'm glad that uh, your writing career is soaring again. I wish you all the success. And you know what? The animals will help you, will inspire you more from inside your heart. As you already see, they will do more to help you. I have told you, animals are our helpers. It is stated in the Christian Bible that the animals are our helpers and friends. Now you believe, huh? Kansa Amita! I'm so happy about that. I'm so happy that my dog's book helped you. <laughs> it will help many other people. It will help all the people who read them. That's why I wrote them. The reason I wrote the books so that people understand more about our animal friends and make use of their help and their blessing. They are angels in disguise. Also so that people will have more understanding and respect for our co-inhabitants so that they do not commit the very unkind and detrimental act of killing our helpers and our friends. That's the purpose of my books. I'm happy that at least I heard some fruitful outcome of it. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you so much. Kamta Amida. And I have all the books, you know, right? The Birds in My Life and The Noble Wild. Maybe you should also read them. Well, they're not in Korean yet. Wow. <laughs> By the way, Master, we thought maybe you'd like to know that The Dogs in My Life has become a number one bestseller here in Korea. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Kamcha Amida. Thank you all the involved person who make it happen. And thank you all the readers for your support. They will help you. The animals will help you. Just tune in. Just be kind. Calm your mind and tune in. And you know what the animals are as angels. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy. Thank you, Supreme Master Ching Hai. For the past three weeks, it has been the bestseller in one of the largest Korean bookstore chain, Kyobo Bookstore. Okay, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Korea. Oh, that's the only book that translated into Korean, huh? Yet, huh? Apart from my spiritual book. Okay, I'm so happy. This will help humans and animals. The next question comes from Mr. Jung Ungi. Yeah,半个月了。半个月了。半个月了。半个月了。半个月了。半个月了。半个月了。半个月了。半个月了。半个月了。半个月了。半个月了。半个月了。半个月了。半个月了。半个月了。半个月了。半个月了。半个月了。
티벳 사람이고 어떤 것을 결정할 수 있다면 개인의 영성을 지키면서 하기 위해서 어떻게 하시겠는지 아니면 제3자 입장에서 티벳 사태를 어떻게 보시는지라도 들어보고 싶습니다. Hello, Mr. Jung. For all the conflicts in the world to stop, humanity, as you said, has to evolve into a higher spiritual level. Not just China and Tibet, but humanity as a whole. We have to return to our great self, that is the real spiritual being, as a compassionate being and a fellow human citizen. We are here to help each other. We are here to elevate each other, to enlighten each other, and to hold each other's hand to walk towards a more noble and higher goal in life. It's not just Buddhism. It's not just Christianity. Each one of us, we have to live as a true human being. Even if we do not believe in any religion, we must live as a noble being. Because look around us. We are the best. We are the crowd of the creation. We are the leader of the pack. We are the most intelligent, you know, physically speaking, compared to our brothers and sisters, animals. So we have to act like one. We have to act like a noble one, an intelligent one, and a helpful one, and a loving big brothers and sisters. So long as we do that, we will have peace among nations. We will have love, which Jesus has taught, which Buddha wants to remind, which other prophets wanted to tell us. I'm very sorry that there are conflicts in the world. It breaks a piece of my heart every day. All the prophets has come down to our earth and trying to tell us the same thing. Love your neighbors. Respect all creations. Remember God. Okay, suppose we don't remember God. We don't believe in God. Fine, but we have to live here with each other. We must be kind to each other. That is the very basic duty of all of us. So the conflicts will be everywhere if we don't live according to that, if we don't love our neighbors, be it a nation or a race of people. That's all our neighbors. Mr. Jung, your concern is my concern. But what am I to tell you that I have not told you already? What am I to tell you that all the great person in the world who graced our planet in the past have not told us already. Now it's just time we practice. We practice compassion like the Buddha. We practice love like Christ. We practice brotherly brotherhood like taught by Prophet Muhammad and other great teachers of the past and even present. Mr. Jung, you pray, okay? <laughs> you pray with us for humanity to elevate themselves. Then conflict will be no more. Thank you, Supreme Master Ching Hai.
Our next question comes from Abbot Bhaktam, who is the former abbot of Chilburam Temple in Korea. Master Bhaktam, hello. The honor is mine, Master Bubdam. May Buddha bless you and your people. Thank you. Um, our next question comes from Dr. Gwak Mija. Um, Dr. Gwak is the chairperson of the Korea Yoga Society, the dean of the yoga department at Chune College, and the director in Transcendental Spiritual Counseling Society. Namaste, Ji. Namaste. 네, 반갑습니다. 어, 이렇게 칭하이 무상사 선생님을 뵙고 말씀을 드릴 수 있다는 걸큰 영광으로 생각하고 있습니다. 저는 영적인 교육에 관심이 많은 사람인데요. 먼저 제 이야기를 좀 드리고 싶습니다. 저는 어릴 적에 나를 알지 못하는 무지로부터 고통을 겪었습니다. 지금 아마 많은 학생들도 자기가 누구인지 자신의 참본성에 대해서 모름으로써 고통을 겪고 있으리라고 보아집니다. 이런 학생들에게 영적인 무지로부터 고통을 없앨 수 있는 교육방법은 무엇이며 또 학교 장면에서 어떻게 구체적으로 적용할 수 있는지 궁금합니다. Thank you, Mrs. Kwok. You see, um, at present, we are very lucky to have the great communication system that available to us. So the students of all walks of life, or the people from all walks of life, they can avail themselves to the teaching of many great teachers around the world. Uh, for example, yourself, you're spreading the yoga system, which is very good for the mind, the spirit, and the body even. Yes. I think the right education should start with spiritual practice. Spiritual practice comprises also of social, moral standard, which will, in turn, uphold the great societies and avoid many conflicts between people and between nations. So uh, education, actually, my belief, education begins at home. So if the parents are enlightened and uh, virtuous and know how to lead their noble life, then they can already influence their children without even teaching. And they will lead their children into the righteous way. And then the teacher do the other half of it. If the teacher are also enlightened, also virtuous, and also knowing the correct way of life, then both parents and teachers are the great masters of the children. Children are our future. Spiritual methods are the best for the children. The best is we learn when we are young, when we are still impressionable, when we are still open, when we are still pure enough and empty enough to receive what is good. When we were a little older, we have received so much already negative influence and even some also mix of good influence, but we are very full already. It's difficult to clean up all the garbage that we have carried 
and the bad influence that we have been receiving in order to go back to zero and start it again. So children are the best that we have. So the parents and the teachers are very important. And the correct way is to teach them the moral standard, the spiritual way of living. And I hope in the golden age we'll begin to do that. There are many schools around the world already begin with spiritual teaching. And I hope all the schools will do the same. It has proven that it works, even for the children' intelligence. Just even just any spiritual practice, it helps with student intelligence. Not to talk about if we are deeper into spiritual way of life, how much improved our society will be, starting from the young age. We are building the foundation of society, beginning with the children. I'm glad you asked a very vital question. Thank you. I'm glad you're doing what you're doing, and please continue. I have bless you. Thank you, Srinivas Chinhai. The next question comes from Mr. Lee Yongjung. Mr. Lee is the Secretary General of the People's Coalition for Children's Health and the former head of the Policy Research Team for Children's Health on the Presidential Commission for Sustainable Development. Hi, Mr. Lee Yongjung. Yes, 반갑습니다. Youngsong과 채식 공생 세 가지 단어로 유학되고 있는 선생님의 얘기를 잘 듣고 있습니다. 저는 건강과 먹을거리와 지속 가능 사회라는 곳에 대해서 문제 제기와 더불어서 질의를 하려고 합니다. 우리는 온통 신천의 독성을 분비하는 먹을거리로 둘러싸여져 있습니다. 이런 먹을거리에 노출되면 우리 몸 안에 미생물의 균형이 깨지고 그리고 전체 지구 생물 중에 절반에 차지하는 미생물과의 전쟁을 하려는 생각을 갖게 됩니다. 그렇게 해서 나타나는 질병들이 아토피, 비염, 천식, ADHD 20년 동안 우리 한국 사회에서는 한 3배 정도 늘어났고요. 그 다음 고혈압, 암, 당뇨 등등도 아마 3배 가까이 늘어났을 것 같습니다. 지금 한국 사회에서 문제가 되고 있는 조르인플루엔자, 노로바이러스, 또 항생제 내생균 등등은 미생물과의 전쟁을 선포한 결과물로 이런 식품 독성을 야기하고 있는 먹을거리를 한번 살펴볼 필요가 있습니다. 첫 번째가 가공식품에 들어있는 화학 첨가물과 그리고 포장지 용기 이런 것들이죠. 두 번째는 공장형 축산에서 나오는 항생제 과대 사용에서부터 등등의 문제들이 있을 것이고요. 세 번째는 무기 영양설에 입각한 비료와 농약의 과다 사용의 문제가 있고 생물종 간의 질서를 어지럽히고 있는 유전자 조작 식품과 광우병 의심 소교기도 거기에 있고요. 또 한국 사회처럼 식량 작업도가 25%에 머물러 있어서 지구 반대쪽에서 오고 있는 먹을거리가 75% 가까이 가고 있는 이런 문제가 어우러져 있다라고 생각되는데 이런 문제들에 들은 사실은 캐보면 모두 지구온난화, 이산화탄소나 메탄가스 연동되어 있고 아이들 건강 문제 그리고 인류의 지속가능 문제 정자수까지 포함해서 있을 텐데 선생님께서는 이런 문제들을 단순히 채식이라는 한마디로 정리해서 이해는 하지만 좀 포괄적인 고민들이 필요하지 않겠느냐 농업부터 
환경보전능 농업으로 가야 되고 미생물과의 공생하려는 사고의 철학을 바꿔야 될 테고 먹을거리 패러다임을 근본적으로 전환하고 먹을거리가 나를 살리고 인류를 살릴 수 있다는 라좀 철저한 시민교육, 공교육 제도가 도입돼야 되지 않겠는가 생각됩니다. 이상입니다. It seems uh, not easy to tackle, but it's actually very easy. If you have a child and you know what is good for him, then you definitely want to give it to him. And if you know what is bad, poisonous to your child, you will take it away from him at all costs. So uh, it's just the habit thinking of humankind, that uh, feeling that this is not doable, but it is. Just take away that piece of meat, replace it with protein from the vegetable kingdom. Nowadays, we have available everywhere vegetarian food. Yes, very simple. Even if we don't have available food, all kind of beans, rice, lentils, these are full packed of vegetarian protein. And they will make your life much, much more comfortable, healthy, and wise, and very, very spiritually elevating. Now, I don't understand why is it so difficult for the government or for any parents or anyone who is responsible in this matter not to change the habit of giving the children what is healthy to them. You want your children to be healthy, no? And so we do the research, we know what is the best for the children, up-to-date vegetarian diet, I mean, without milk even, without dairy product even, is the best diet thereof for anybody at all age. So why don't we give them the best? For me, it's simple. Just give them the best food, and then everything else will come along. You will see the benefit And if it doesn't benefit, you can always change back to the meat diet. But I'm sure you will like the vegetarian diet. I mean, the parents, the teachers, the ones who are responsible for children's health. You will see their improvement in all aspects of life. Not just health, but intelligence, vitality, and the peacefulness in their character. You have less to worry about your children's violent behavior. Thank you. And thank you for being concerned about the children. They are our future. Thank you, Mr. Lee Yongchong. Thank you. Come to Amita. The people have to do it. Yeah? The government can do it or not do it. Is this up to the parents to choose? Okay? The parents choose it. Next one, please. Yes, Master. Uh, the next question comes from Mrs. Lee Hui Jung. Uh, Mrs. Lee is Secretary General of the Korean Parents Association for Correct Education. Uh, uh, 그 집회가 왜 이루어졌냐면은 광우병 의심 쇠고기가 수입된다고 하는데 그 수입된 쇠고기가 아이들 식단에 공급될 위험에 처해 있습니다. 
그래서 청소년 아이들이 먼저 자기네들이 스스로 선택해서 먹을 수 없는 학교 단체 급식에 소고기가 들어오는 것들을 우려해서 청계천으로 뛰어나와서 미친 소를 먹기 싫다고 촛불 문화 집회가 이루어지고 있습니다. 그리고 학부모들은 또한 내 자녀를 내가 깨끗한 음식, 채식으로 먹일 수 없는 단체 급식의 현실에서 우리 아이들을 보호하기 위해서 같이 나가서 광우병 쇠고기 의심되는 소고기를 수입하여서 식단에 쓰지 말자고 함께 외치고 있습니다. 어, 지금 한국에 아이들이 이렇게 나와서 있는 이유 중에 하나는 어, 교육 환경과 학교에서 먹는 학교 급식의 문제에 불만의 심각성이 있다고 봅니다. 근데 아이들이 이렇게 어른들이 미처 생각하기도 전에 먼저 뛰어나와서 말할 수 있었던 것은 아이들의 감수성이 굉장히 저는 뛰어난 때문이라고 봐요. 그러니까 한국에서 아이들이 비디오를 통해서 아니면 인터넷을 통해서 기업 축산에서 도축되는 소들 그리고 광우병 의심 쇠고기 대들이 죽어가는 소들이 거지도 못하고 죽어가는 것들을 사륙하는 이런 광경들을 보면서 아이들이 그 현장을 자기 자신의 문제로 받아들였다고 저는 생각을 합니다. 학교 교육에 갇혀 학교라는 그 공간에 갇혀서 하루 종일 수업하고 밤늦게 12시 1시가 돼서 집에 돌아오고 또 학교 급식으로 점심과 저녁을 해결하는 아이들이 기업 축산에 갇혀서 동물처럼 사육당하고 주는 대로 자연의 순리에 어긋난 음식들을 먹으면서 죽어가는 소를 보면서 자기 자신의 처지를 생각했다고 생각을 합니다. 아이들의 감수성이 교육계에 오랜 기간이 지날수록 쇠퇴가 되는데 그래도 어린아이들일수록 아직은 그 감수성이 살아있어서 우리가 동물이나 지구에 가해지는 고통과 폭력들을 자기 것으로 받아들일 수 있다고 저는 봅니다. 근데 불행하게도 학교 교육을 오래 받을수록 생태적 감수성은 점점 없어지고 맙니다. 지금 학교 교육이라는 것이 자연에서 마음껏 뛰어놀 수 있고 그리고 동물들을 가까이 할수 있는 이런 환경이 아니라 인위적으로 조성된 환경에서 또한 분절된 시간 속에서 학습 목표를 강제적으로 수행해야 되는 그리고 또 지금의 한국 교육 현실은 거기다 무한 경쟁이라는 국가의 경쟁력과 국가의 지속 가능한 성장을 위해서 아이들을 무한 경쟁으로 내몰고 있습니다. 그래서 더욱더 아이들이 심각한 상황에 서해 있는데 이런 아이들한테 학교 교육에서 생태적 감수성으로 계속 교육을 시켜서 사회적 약자 그리고 동물이나 가축에 당하는 고통들 또 지구가 몸살을 앓으면서 힘들어하는 이 모든 것들을 몸으로 느끼고 그것들의 문제를 해결하기 위한 이런 교육 쪽으로 나가야 되는데 교육 현실이 그렇지 못해서 문제가 됩니다. 그래서 층하이 선생님한테 질문 드리고 싶은 것은 어, 지금 현대 교육이 이렇게 아이들의 생태적 감수성도 날이 갈수록 어, 황폐화시키고 경쟁이라는 이름으로 아이들을 교육 환경으로 내몰고 있는 현실 속에서 어, 생태적 감수성을 기르기 위한 그런 교육을 어, 어떻게 하면 좋겠는지 그런 것들에 대한 질문을 해봅니다. Thank you for concern, Mrs. Lee. Thank you for your concern. And by the way, I would like to convey also my sympathy 
and my gratefulness to the students who are expressing their opinion right now in Seoul concerning uh, the beef import and concerning their uh, love and care for the animals. I am very impressed by their attitude because as a student, they are quite busy and uh, it's not like the curriculum in the school would have informed them or teach them anything about uh, animal cruelty or how to be kind to animals, but they do know about it and they do do research about it and they do take action about it. And I'm very glad, I'm very glad, and I do hope this will even uh, spread further into other schools and whole nations and keep people aware of the harmful effect of animals' product as well as the unkind treatment that we human measure upon them, the poor, innocent, defenseless brothers and sisters. So uh, I thank you and I thank them on uh, the animals' behalf. Concerning your question about how to raise children uh, rightly, this is a very, very important question. And the parents and the teachers should get together to discuss this. And the leader of this movement for the teachers and the parents should be more equipped with all the evidence, the concrete, scientific, and convincing evidence of the better diet for the children, meaning animal-free diet, absolutely free from animals' traces, even eggs, milk. They are harmful because they derive from the animals. And the animals have been fed with, uh, you know, chemical substance or kind of hormone which drives the children crazy. So if your children' behavior are not according to your liking, please do not blame them alone. They are born nice, innocent, and sweet. They have been brought up by us, and we have not given them due goodness, due care, due best standard that they so deserve. Because we also, as parents, have not been fed this due attention that we also need. So now we have to change the course of history. We have to research. We have to know for sure that the vegetarian diet is really absolutely healthy, best in all aspects for our children. Get the evidence. Get all the studies necessary, all the scientific and convincing evidence, and get together and spread this information and decide together that we have to change the diet of the children. When you change the diet, everything else will change. Their behavior will change. Their intelligence will improve. And you'll be a happy parent, and they be a happy children. You want the best for your children, and that is the best for them. The diet, the vegetarian diet, you must give them that. And then everything else will come along. Believe me, trust me. You try, and you tell me. It will do no harm. It just helps you to save more money, on grocery, you go straight to the vegetarian section. You don't need to go anywhere else. Vegetarian diet and no alcohol, no cigarette, no drug also. And by the way, a message to vegetarian producing people. Even with vegetarian food, we have to also be careful. We don't put addictive into it. 
We don't put uh, too much preservatives into it. We don't put any harmful substance into vegetarian food. And we don't put too much, uh, you know, like uh, glutamate or too much uh, sodium, too much salt. These things are also not very good for health. So vegetarian diet should be fresh even from the local market. That would be the best for your children. Local market. And the fresher, the better. Not just vegetarian, but the fresher, the better. And the healthy vegetarian product. To all the producers of vegetarian food, please beware of this. Thank you for your question. Your question is paramount important because it concerning the children and the society at large. Thank you, madam. I wish you all the success. I wish the children movement that you mentioned just now, the students' movement, will spread all over your country and into the world. And all the students will follow suit. Everyone will hit their cry for help, for a better life that they deserve. Thank you so much. Heaven bless you. And bless their movement. Uh, thank you, Master. Before continuing, um, these are great questions, but because time is limited, we would ask that you try to keep them brief and direct as much as possible. Thank you. Okay. My time is for you. I'm worried about your time. I can sit here all day. This is my passion. <laughs> Saving the planet is my passion. Okay, the next question comes from Mrs. Bak Kyung-yong. Ms. Park is a member of the Korean Association for School Meals. 안녕하십니까. 스님 만나뵙게 돼서 대단히 저 반갑습니다. 저는 학교 급식 실무 책임자로서 어 성장기 아이들에게 먹을거리를 저 제공하는 저 실무에서 근무하고 있습니다. 어 지금 앞에 그두 질문자께서 그 질문한 내용과 연관이 있는 부분인데요. 어, 학교 급식은 그 정부에서 일정량을 그러니까 30%를 동물성 단백질을 섭취하도록 이렇게 기준을 정해놓고 있습니다. 그래서 저희 실무자는 그 기준 영향을 맞추기 위해서 매일 학교 급식에 새고기 내지 돼지고기 닭고기 이런 것이 매일 제공되고 있거든요. 근데 그 사실 단위 학교별로 매일 그 쇠고기라든지 이런 육류가 제공이 된다면 전국적으로 모든 학교 급식을 토탈해서 그 저기 그 육류 섭취 그 양을 어 계산을 해본다면 어마어마하죠. 그러면 하루에 그 도축되는 그 동물들이 상당하다라는 건데 그거 사실 저는 실무자로서 그렇게 심각하게 생각을 못했는데 오늘 세미나에 제가 참석을 해서 학교 급식 쪽에 육류 섭취에 대해서 생각을 깊이 해봐야 되겠다. 또 정, 정부에서 정책적으로 어, 기준을 좀 달리해야 할 필요성이 있겠다. 이렇게 저 생각을 했고요. 그래서 이제 그 채식 위주로 학교 급식을 병행을 하는데 그 동물성 지방 단백질 그 대체 식품으로 우리가 다 아시다시피 콩그 저기 식품이 그 단백질로서 얼마나 그 성분이 우수합니까? 그거 대체 식품 
또는 뭐 채소를 위주로 해서 학교 급식 쪽에는 지금 친환경 그 식재료를 어 저기 확산 그 사용을 확산시키고 있는 지금 저기 학교 급식 현실인데요. 그 육류 사용에 있어서 조금 심각성을 가지고 정부에서 접근을 해야 되겠다. 대체 식품 단백질 지방을 식단 구성이 필요하겠다. 이거를 말씀드리고 싶고요. 제가 질문 드리고 싶은 것은 그럼 학교 급식에서 친환경 식재료로 위주의 그 채식 위주의 식단을 구성할 필요성이 있는데 선생님께서는 채식을 위주로 하고 계시는 걸로 알고 있는데 선생님께서 채식 위주의 식단 구성 자료가 있으시면은 어, 제가 좀 듣고 싶고요. 그 방법이 또 어떤 방법이 있을까? 제가 실무진으로서 어, 고견이 있으시면 제가 실무 돌아가서 참고를 하겠습니다. Oh, wow. Very good question, Mrs. Park. Very good question. Very good uh, endeavor. Thank you so much. Good ideas. Good ideas. You see, this is a very good start. First of all, In my humble opinion, you will be blessed by wanting to do this, and then you will continue to have strength to do it. You have to inform the facts to the parents' association and to all the parents that you can. You can give them leaflets to each of the students to bring home or to the school board and ask permission to... Distribute it to the children. Get all the facts about how good the vegetarian diets is, and all the facts about how bad the meat diets is. And then get their support. Inform your students. Inform everyone that you know in your society, in your world, in your school, and then get them all the materials necessary. So that they understand what you are talking about and support your ideas, we have to give them the facts. We cannot just tell people, "Okay, be vegetarian; it's good for you." <laughs> we have to evoke their intelligence, curiosity. We have to provide them with all the materials that is convincing and truthful, and then they can decide together. Okay, we choose this diet. The majority of them we choose it. I do hope they do. After you diligently inform them all the facts about how good the vegetarian diet, from scientific point of view, because people only believe in science. <laughs> And then come the moral issue. You can show them some of the crew pictures, crew video about how the animal being treated, being slaughtered, and ask themselves a question. How would you feel if it were you? If people see the evidence and they're faced with the cruelty that the animal have been treated, I'm sure they will decide to get a vegetarian diet. Right now, it's worldwide trend that everybody knows the vegetarian diet is good and the meat diet is very harmful. They recall millions kilogram, millions uh, unit. Of meat because of the harmful effect everywhere in the world, up to date. There are many countries in the world do that. So get all this evidence and show it to them. You never know what you're eating. It's better to choose a healthy diet. 
you see, importing meat and all that. You never know if they're good. The government cannot control every piece of beef for you, actually. No. There are loopholes everywhere. They are also lobby. People will turn their blind eyes and all that, or take it for granted that the meat are safe. That is, we're talking about a health standpoint only, yeah? Not to talk about moral obligation to our weaker, smaller, defenseless brothers and sisters, co-inhabitants. We cannot be cruel. We have to be kind. We have to be loving and compassionate because we are human. Every time you see somebody treat somebody nice or do something good, you say, oh, that's very human. That is a human treatment, you see? Because we are human. We have to give every other beings human treatment, including our own neighbors. Okay, so because we're human, we have to be kind, we have to be compassionate, because that's our nature. Don't let anything else make us forget that. Thank you for your question. And I wish you all the luck and blessing from heaven. And I love you for doing this. Thank you. Kamsa Amida. Right away, in the SupremeMasterTelevision.com, we have all kind of free to download international cooking recipes for you. It costs you nothing. If you want to download, then use them. Or you can contact our centers in Korea to ask for free uh, recipes. Also, the SupremeMasterTelevision.com provides in this matter all scientific and convincing information and evidences for you to download if you need to use them to inform other people and to convince them about the idea of changing the diet for the children in the school. So now we have to change the course of history. We have to research, we have to know for sure that the vegetarian diet is really absolutely healthy, best in all aspects for our children. Get the evidence, get all the studies necessary, all the scientific and convincing evidence, and get together and spread this information.